Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. Oh. All right. Nothing to see here. Nothing, nothing happened. Welcome to today's episode of Your Daily Scrum. I am uh, professional scrum trainer, Ryan Ripley. That gentleman over yonder is professional scrum trainer, Todd Miller. Grogu is right there in the background, somewhere right here. Somewhere right over there. There he is. Hey, buddy. So what we do each and every day, we get together, we bring the knowledge. We try to answer your Scrum questions the best we can each and every day, helping you become just a little bit better in your Scrum practice each and every day. By the end of a year, imagine how awesome you'll be. In fact, we're just a little over a year old now in the show. If you joined us last January, just look at how far you've come, right? Mm-hmm. Be sure to like and subscribe so you don't miss any future videos. Check out the description to take a class with Todd and I or to buy our book. And maybe some new stuff coming pretty soon, too. Hopefully. All right, Mr. Miller. Today we're on is- our journey for the Agile Principles, which we promised last year we would do. And so we're getting yeah. to it straight out of the gate in 2022. So here is Agile Manifesto or the Manifesto of Agile Software Development. Mm-hmm. Principle number two. Welcome. Changing requirements, even late in development, agile processes harness change for the customer's competitive advantage. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Todd? You know, for some reason, um, this is the one that I get a lot of flack for talking about. And sets up a lot of people. It does set up a lot of people. And I, and so I, I, here's the thing. What uh, do you mean changing? <laughs> I don't like scope creep. <laughs> You get that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, all all the time. And, you know, I, I think that you could make the argument, yes, within reason. Yep. Okay. But I also think about, I don't know if our viewers know this or not, Ryan, but I'm a recovering waterfall developer. That, hi, Todd. <laughs> yeah. And I, um, I, I can't help. It was my second job out of college. I was, I was, uh, I was quite young, really learning the ways of the world and worked on something for nine months explicit requirements, you know, giant binder requirements work on this. And I remember, um, 
I remember having a feeling and asking questions and then being told I should stop asking questions and, you know, not stop interfacing with the customer, you know, things like that, um, because we knew what they wanted things like, and I'll never forget when we went to deliver it and the customer was just appalled by what we delivered. Right. Yeah. And we didn't even offer them the ability to, to welcome changing requirements, even, even in the beginning of development. And so I, I really think it's important for us to listen to our customers because uh, what, what's, what's happening today may not be happening tomorrow. And we have to have the ability to adapt here. Um, so that's, so that's kind of my story where my, my brain goes back to this thing that happened to me, of course, right? Yeah, you know, when I, when I look at this from the Scrum lens, right? We're gonna apply the lens of Scrum to all of these, these uh, principles. Look, welcoming changing requirements, the product backlog is emergent. Mm -hmm. It's constantly changing, right? So every sprint review, we learn a little bit more about our customer. We get feedback about our product. We update the, the, the product backlog. That could change what's going to happen in future. I hope it's changing what happens in future sprints. Mm -hmm. Even in late development, could be 10 sprints down the road. It could be 10 days down the road. Who knows when this new information is coming in, but we've got to incorporate that into our practice, right? We can't just say, hey, we know that the best thing to do is over here, but since we planned on this thing over here, we're just gonna stick with it. No, yeah. we have to shift based on inspect and adapt, baby. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. But it's done in a in a process, right? Agile processes, the next, the next start of the next sentence. These processes are harnessing change, right? So we are embracing change. We're not trying to control it or we're not trying to um ignore it we're we're using the the changing environment the changing data the changing needs the changing features in order to give that customer the best possible competitive advantage yeah and so when our product owner comes to us and says hey guys we've and gals we've learned about something new a scrum team is able to shift they're able to uh, in the next sprint look at that thing in order to be opportunistic and competitive in the marketplace i mean that's why we're here right you know, it's so it's so uh, th that last sentence really, really, really shows the dynamic of why we're doing this, right? A customer's competitive advantage, right? Let's let, let we need more of that. We need more of that thinking, right? That we are trying to give our customer a competitive advantage. And I'll tell you what, if you give your customer competitive advantages, they'll remain your customer and they'll be a loyal customer of yours. And I think it's it's it, that that statement shows why we need to welcome changing requirements, right? We need to welcome changing requirements for that very purpose. Now, lucky for us in the Scrum world, um, we do have a person that uh, that manages all of this and 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 says and orders in the in, in the product backlog what, what what they see fit. But the, you know, a, a warning sign to product. I'm talking about the product owner. Product owners out there is that. Um, you know, uh, you should welcome this, right? You should welcome this because you don't know what you don't know. Um, and so I really like that kind of the unpacking of, uh, yeah. of that last statement and, and how that kind of brings this whole phrase together. And, and, and I think overall what this statement, what this principle tells us is we are value driven. We are not scope driven. We're, Yet again, we're, we get that. We're reminded of that, huh? Drive for value, not for scope, right? Yeah. All right. We hope you enjoyed that discussion of that principle number two. Mm -hmm. Be sure to like and subscribe so you don't miss principle number three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, and twelve. Check out the socials. We've got a lot going on on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. 
Some videos are going to pop up. We think you're going to like them. The algorithm does too. Check out the description. You can take a class with Todd and I. You can check out our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and a whole bunch of other cool stuff. For Todd Miller, I'm Ryan Ripley. Go forward, do some great Scrum things. Read up on the manifesto. There's some good stuff in there. And by the way, it was co-signed by the two Scrum co-creators, Jeff Sutherland and Ken Schwaber. So there's got to be some good stuff in there. And uh, we'll be back with you tomorrow with principle number three. Yeah. Until See then. ya. See you. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on. <laughs>